Hello, my name is Deb, and I'm so excited to welcome you guys to teaching session number five of the Wise Woman Knows book. And it's all about your identity in Christ. And you guys, I am super excited to talk to you about this topic today because it is very, very important. Knowing and understanding who you are in Christ, knowing how to access the presence of God, how to enter into a relationship with Jesus is is super important. And so we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about practical ideas to help you to sense God's presence, to help you to be uh, really content in who God made you to be. But before I go into our little teaching time today, I want to make sure that you guys know that at my Help Club for Moms, we have two printables that go along with uh, the month of November. Okay, so we have right here, it says, and if I'm holding this up for uh, for our moms listening on the podcast, the it's called Learning the Lord's Prayer at Thanksgiving. And if you purchased our book, you can go to myhelpclubformoms.com and you can download it for free. It's just our little thank you. The, all of our printables are there when you purchase the book. Any of our books, we have printables. And so learn the Lord's Prayer at Thanksgiving. You you take this and you make a little book for your little for your kids and you teach them the Lord's Prayer. It's absolutely wonderful. And then also this one is phenomenal and it's called Identity in Christ Prayer Jar. Uh, so good. And guys, these scriptures are super powerful for yourself. Um, it says prayers for your kids to know who they are in Christ. But ladies, I will tell you, praying these scriptures over yourself and understanding these scriptures for yourself are exceedingly important. And so as you're teaching your children these scriptures, you can learn them as well. But they are things like 1 Peter 2 verse 9, which says you are important. And the scripture says, "You, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Here's another one that is my favorite, and we're going to talk about it today. You are a new creation. And it's 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17 that says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. And what you can do is you can cut them out and you can put them in a jelly jar. What we used to do with this is we would we would cut out strips like this from devotions and then we would put them in like an old jam jar. You know, we'd wash it out and clean it out and I'd put candy in the jam jar and we would pull this out and we'd read the scripture and we would talk about something like what I just read to you. You are a new creation and you could talk to your children about that and pray over them. Guys, your prayers move heaven and achieve unusual results. We're going to talk about that today, but your prayers over your children are so powerful and God uses your prayers over your children to do mighty work for their life. And so we're going to, I just really want you to know that prayer is a weapon. So, but before I go any further, I want to encourage you guys, if you have, if you struggle with your identity in Christ, just know you're not alone. It is very difficult to live in this world um, when everyone around us and on social media, they seem to tell us what our lives should be like. You know, we should be these perfect women, perfect moms, perfect home. And guys, none of that defines you. What defines you at your core is what Jesus, Jesus says about you. And his love defines you. His love compels you. Um, his love is the most important thing. And you, my friend, are beloved 
You are Christ's beloved. As a Christ follower, you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. You have the Spirit of the living God inside of you. You have the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead living inside of you. And so I want to just share some of my personal experience because I actually feel that I have grown a lot uh, being a Christian. I've completely changed. God turned my life around because I was very lost when I became a Christian at age 23. But someone told me something. They said, you know what? When you read the Bible, it's true. And everything you read in the Bible is true. And when I read 2 Corinthians 5, 17, that said, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old is gone. The new is here. I believed it. And so for me, I haven't had condemnation for my old life before I became a Christian. And I don't like to, I mean, you know, the enemy comes to all of us and he wants to condemn us when we make a mistake. If you yell at your kids or if you discipline them out of anger or something, he, the devil loves to come to moms and condemn you for doing those things. And I remember that whenever our children were growing up and I would just feel like the worst mom in the world and that is condemnation and that is not from God. And guys, the more that we move away from our identity, being a mother, a wife, ministry leader, uh, what your job is, you earn money or whatever it is, the more that you can move away from allowing your identity be, to be defined from what you do, the happier you're going to be. In the, when you can move away from your identity being in your kids or in your marriage or something like that, you're going to be so much happier and more joyful. And you're going to be like that man that built his house upon the rock. When you build your house, when you build your identity on the cross, on what Jesus did for you, on his love for you and this new life that you have and what the word of God says about you, you're going to go through tribulation, which we all do. We all go through tribulation, but you're going to be stronger. And you're going to be like the wise man who built his house upon a rock because you are building on God. You're building your life on Christ, on your identity in him. And so don't allow the enemy to condemn you. Ladies, every day is a new day. The word says God's mercies are new every day. He, his faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. He's so faithful. And if you made mistakes yesterday, if you blew it with your kids or if you yelled at your husband or whatever it is that you're feeling condemnation for today, you know what, guys, all we do is repent. We say we're sorry. We turn. And, and even if you just turn just a little to God, like say you're really going through a battle right now and you are hurting and you don't feel God around you anywhere and you just feel like you're never going to be good enough. All you do is just turn, just turn a little to him. Imagine yourself turning a centimeter towards God. If you make that one turn, that's all it takes. He does the rest. He does the rest. He'll help you make that complete turn away from sin or away from your struggles. He will help you walk the, the way with him. So I want to talk about, so how I see people that become Christians and some of them go far in their Christian walk and some of them are still haunted by their past. And so that's why I wanted to bring up that scripture to where if you still feel haunted by your past or if you still feel like you're not good enough or how could God love you or you always make mistakes, just remember you're a new creation in Christ. You're all new. He, His Holy Spirit lives in you. Your heart is His home. It's beautiful. So don't allow condemnation. 
But I want to talk to you a little bit today about how you can live out the reality of your Christ, of your new life in Christ, your new identity. And it's just the disciplines. I mean, I know that we talk a lot about the spiritual disciplines, but I just don't think that we can talk enough about spiritual discipline. And I'm going to give you a little bit, a couple of different things to think about your spiritual disciplines. But first, before I do, I want to read you a scripture. And it is 1 Peter 3. And I'm going to read starting in verse 1. Wives, in the same way, be submissive to your husbands, so that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives, when they see the purity and reverence of your lives. Your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as braided hair and the wearing of gold jewelry and fine clothes. Instead, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. And ladies, that inner being is what needs to be strengthened every single day. If you want to walk out that identity as that new creation, if you want to live a more peaceful, more joyful life, there are things that we can do. And there's other things that we also do that won't strengthen it, but there's things that we can do that will strengthen your relationship with Christ. It'll strengthen your inner man to where when the troubles come, you won't get toppled over. So the spiritual disciplines that I want to talk to you about today, I mean, it's, it, they just seem like easy, right? You know, it's just no brainer basically, right? Um, it's just what we do. We read the Bible. Guys, I cannot say enough things about the Word of God. And if you're having trouble reading the Word, or if if you don't feel like you want to read the Word, you know, tell God that. Tell Him, God, I just, I don't get anything when I read my Bible. I don't have time. Talk to Him about your trouble. Talk to Him about your uh, things, that, why it's hard for you to read the Bible, okay? and ask him to remove the obstacles so that you can do it and to give you the time to do it. And so I uh, I used to ask God to get me up 30 minutes earlier, 15 to 30 minutes earlier in the morning, and he always did. And whenever I spent that time with him, he always gave me time later on in the day for a little nap or just gave me so much energy that I could make it through the day. And he will do the same thing for you. So if you're struggling with finding time to spend with God, ask him for help. Ask him to uh, give you what you need to be able to spend time with him. But there's a reason, okay, guys? So listen to what Hebrews 4.12 says about the Bible. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Ha! Listen to that scripture, you guys. Sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. And guys, if you are struggling and having a hard time in your life, reading the Bible is the very best thing you can do. I speak the Bible out loud to myself. Faith comes up by hearing, hearing by the word of God. I love to hear the Bible read out loud. I will speak it out loud. I will, you'll hear me if you were a fly on the wall when I'm having my Bible study, I will read it out loud to myself. And reading the Bible, uh, either out loud or to yourself, what you're doing is you're allowing those words to penetrate to the deepest part of you where it will divide soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It will go deep into your heart and it will fill you up. Um, guys, I just can't say enough things about reading the Bible and 
memorizing scripture. And even if you just did a little verse once a month or once every other week or something, and you just read a verse and you put it on your phone and you listen to it every day when you're getting ready until you memorize it, then what happens is you're hiding God's word in your heart. The word says, Hi, I will hide God's word in my heart so that I will not sin against you. Guys, you don't want to sin against God, right? We all sin every day. Of course we do. But we're happier when we're not sinning. <laughs> we're happier when we're in obedience to God. And it is possible because God can help you. But we have to ask him for help. Okay? So read the Bible. That's number one on how to stand firm in your identity in Christ. How to stay strong when trials come or just in your everyday life. Number two is prayer. And I know, like I said, these are just disciplines and they sound so elementary. But let me tell you something about prayer. Okay, ladies? Prayer is a weapon. It is a weapon of warfare. I always, I, I just kind of cringe when people say, well, I guess I can just pray about it, right? As if there's nothing they can do in their situation except pray about it. And I just think, oh, I, you get to pray about it, you guys. Listen to uh, what E.M. Bounds, he was a Civil War Army chaplain who was known for praying four hours a day, right? And uh, this was an amazing man. He wrote a book back in the, I think it was the 1800s, end of the 1800s, called The Weapon of Prayer. He wrote a lot of books, but I have The Weapon of Prayer, and I love it. But listen to what he says about prayer. He's, he's kind of an expert on prayer. How vast are the possibilities of prayer? How wide is its reach? What great things are accomplished by this divinely appointed means of grace. It lays its hand on Almighty God and moves him to do what he would not otherwise do if prayer was not offered. It brings things to pass which would never otherwise occur. The story of prayer is the story of great achievements. Prayer is a wonderful power placed by Almighty God in the hands of his saints, which may be used to accomplish great purposes and to achieve unusual results. You guys, I'm telling you, prayer is powerful. And so by getting in the habit of talking to God, committing your day to the Lord, you know, sometimes I'm so busy and I, I, ha I have to move through my day fast. And so as I'm making my tea in the morning, I'm like, Lord, I, I pray for my armor, my helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, shield of faith, sword of spirit, belt of truth, and boots of peace. Lord, I pray that you would fill me with your Holy Spirit to the brim and that uh, I just, I go on and on and I'm just walking through my kitchen and I'm praying. And you know, guys, prayer is a weapon and it gets it going. It gets your day going and talking to God all day and asking God questions during the day. It's so powerful. And reading the Bible and prayer will help you to be strong on that inner person, that inner man. Just like in Peter said, it's that inner man that is, is beautiful. You will cultivate beauty on the inside when you read the word, when you pray. And then here's number three, when you worship. When you worship, you're going to have more peace. You're going to have more faith. You're going to attempt more things for God if you become a worshiper. And what I mean by that is, like for me personally, I will go down in the morning. I will start singing. Uh, even if it's just for 10 minutes, I sing sometimes before my meetings. If I have a Zoom meeting, an important meeting, or people come over, I will sing for a few minutes, sing my heart out to God. And today I woke up with a heavy heart and I was singing that song, Do It Again by Elevation Worship. And I started singing the, I think you call it a crescendo, the, the climax of the song. You know, I see you move, you move the mountains, you know, and I was belting it out. And before, right before that crescendo came, 
Jesus said to me, this was so amazing. He goes, Deb, you need to do this. Your soul needs to worship right now. Sing it loud. And so I just belted out. I've seen you move. You move the mountains. You know, I was singing the whole chorus, that, that beautiful part of that song. It's so incredible. And when you worship, I'm telling you guys, when you worship, it keeps your eyes on a big, big God and it makes your problems seem so much smaller. So worshiping also helps you to really press into your identity in Christ, to be stronger, to not find your value from the world or to find your value even in being a mom or a wife or because guys, everything can fade away. Our health can fade. We can have problems with a child or problems in our marriage or financial problems but you will never lose who you are in Christ. You will never lose that inner man, that strength that you will know where to go to find that strength. And praying with a friend is super powerful. At Help Club for Moms, we always pray with a friend. When you pray with a friend, you're in community with someone, you're calling them on the phone, like, like we, we love for you to do every week as part of Help Club, 10 minutes. Hi, Sally, or whatever her, your friend's name is, I'm calling for our 10 minute prayer call. And then she'll tell you what, what she wants you to pray for, you'll tell her, and then you'll pray it right then and there, and then you hang up. And if you wanna talk and have some fun conversation, you call her back later. But the prayer call is only 10 minutes. Anybody has 10 minutes to just, even when you're driving down the road, you can call. Be careful when you're driving, right? But just, just know that praying with a friend is powerful. It is so powerful. And um, I think that was it that I had for you guys this week. But I just want you to just really build up that inner man. Pray, pray, pray about asking God to help you to build up that inner man so that you don't find your worth in the world that you just find your worth in God and who he says you are. Okay, guys, I'm going to pray for you. Father, thank you for everyone watching the video or listening to the podcast. I pray that they will lean into who they are in Christ, that they will not find their worth in the things of this world. They will find their worth in you, that she will build her inner man, her inner self with the disciplines of our faith, that you will give her a new hunger for your word and a new desire to pray and a new desire to worship. And God, that she would see changes in her life, that you would get her up in the morning or keep her up at night, whenever it is that you want her to read the Bible and pray. God, and, and that I pray that she would talk to you all day long. She would ask you questions. She would ask you where uh, where her shoes are, if she lost it or her children's shoes, she would ask you, where are the shoes? Where are the shoes? God, show me where they are. And all those little bitty questions that, that we ask you about the things during the day, it really builds our faith. So Lord, help her to build her faith on the solid rock. Let her be like the wise woman that builds her house on the rock, that when the storms come, it will stand firm in Jesus name. Amen. All right. Have a great week. Thank you for watching or listening. Have a great small group. Have a great group at your church, great help club at your church. And if you have any questions about anything, my, uh, email us at admin at helpclubformoms.com. Thank you for watching. Goodbye.